Good morning. This is Brad with Peaks Podcast. It is January 20th. And guess what? Well, I should say this is episode 32. And episode 32 has us pinned down by a fierce storm here at Vincent Base Camp. You can hear the wind battering the side of our tent this morning as I wake up. You hear that noise in the morning and you just wonder how long, how long. If you've listened to our past uh, episodes, you'll know we have had a successful summit, but we're not finished till we get back off of the glacier and off of uh, Antarctica, back to Punta Arenas. And right now, we're pinned down under fierce storms in Vincent Base Camp at some uh, 7,000 feet above sea level. The visibility here is bleak at best. We're surrounded on three sides by fierce mountains, glaciated mountains, and the back of the canyon, you can see Vincent on a good day. Today you can't see anything. I'm recording here by the runway, and it's like a barren wasteland, a barren glacier expanse. All you can see is the whiteout snow, probably about 20 to 45 yards visibility max. What that means is there's no chance of a, a, a pilot getting in here. Even the best pilots, they just won't take the chance of flying in here. This makes things a little tricky. You get out here and, you know, you do all this. You have a success. You're all jazzed because of the success. And then you got to deal with the consequences of waiting. The team next to us has been here for five days, going on their sixth day. There is no privacy at camp. You know, the walls of a tent are thin, and you can hear the increased tension building with those guys, and rightly so after such time. There were a group that's been put together of four clients that didn't know each other. And uh, I would hate to be their guide because I think he's taking their wrath, which is really unfair. Um, our tent is all peaceful, but we're only on day day three, two and a half, I should say. And, uh, you know, the excitement of being snowed in for me is, is waning. Now it's... The reality of changing flights, thousands of dollars, trying to communicate from this barren Iceland to loved ones to change my flights, which <clears throat> at this point has been non-existent. So the logistics are going to get much more complicated here. Uh, so we're on Expedition Day 16. 16. Uh, 
it's been uh, a wild ride for those of you who've listened to our previous uh, episode, season two here in Vincent. But uh, I, I strongly advise to get the context of where we're at now. You know, the up and downs of big mountain climbing, it's, it's uh, surreal at best. Uh, the, you know, two days ago we were on the, the high point of the trip on the summit. And now we're just holding up, you know, dividing up our rations. Uh, drinking a lot of tea, coffee to keep warm. 25 below zero. Way below that with wind chill, maybe pushing 50 below with the wind chill. So leaving the tent to go to the bathroom is is an effort. And I mean, you know, you kind of got to get uh, pumped up to <laughs> to go out and do anything. You know, you put on layer after layer and then you go fight the elements. It's all part of the trip. And uh, it's really my body's adjusted now. It's funny, your your whole body metabolism changes up here. Uh, the 20 below doesn't really feel that bad. I mean, I'm wearing my 60-second gloves right now, my thinnies. Um, yeah, it's chilly, but, I mean, it's not unbearable. Uh, the breeze, the wind is what gets you. I mean, there is... There's no way to fight wind chill except for to block it. You know, you gotta get uh, cover, exposed flesh, and uh, it's a it's a no no go, no go. Um, because of the cloud cover, we don't get to see the beautiful mountains around us, so we could be f- virtually anywhere, which is kind of you know concerning. During the day today, one interesting feature occurs, and that's the eye of the storm. It almost feels like we're in the eye of a hurricane to all around. Okay, right above camp, it's clear in the afternoon now, and it's a circular pattern, so the eye might be a couple miles, a mile across. And then it's clouds all around, and they're kind of circling. <laughs> so it's, you know, you see those uh, meteorolo- meteorologic <laughs> uh, radar photos of hurricanes where there is literally a hole in the middle of the storm. Well, that's what it looks like here. I don't know much about the uh, climatic patterns here except for their extreme and need complete respect. They won't take any chances flying in unless they get a report from us. They carve the sky into eight sections. Eight slices like a pizza. And six of the eight at least have to be clear for over an hour uh, for that that otter to uh, make an attack. Now... There are some 25 people here, so there's going to be three waves with the otter. And guess what? Yours truly is on the third wave. So, people are getting a little punchy. I can tell tension with the guides. What's very interesting... Okay, so, 
let's discuss something a little bit more sensitive. They have a ALE, and up to this point, they've been, you know, really, really good. But uh, I'm noticing a slight differentiation at this camp. You know, they're a monopoly down here. They hold the whole concession for Antarctica, uh, to Chile and Antarctica. And I found out that they distribute fuel to most all the other bases. So they're like, they're the big daddy. So they're running trips to South Pole to see the penguins, to do uh, aided and unaided trips into the South Pole from the coast from one degree. So there might be a half a dozen excursions. So the question is, is how does Vincent climbers prioritize in with their flights with limited air transportation into the scheme of things, right? So, I mean, there is a conspiracy theory going around camp that possibly we might get uh, a second card, a, a second slot against uh, VIPs doing a South Pole trip. VIPs filming, which we know there are a couple down here right now. We met one fellow that I mentioned in an earlier episode who brought 10 of his friends down here. So, 10 friends, 5 days, half a million bucks at least. And, you know, bottom line is, you know, this organization does whatever they want in the best interest of their financial bottom line. Possibly. Now, I will say they do a great job with customer relations down at UG, Union Glacier. But up here, I'm getting a sense where, you know, uh, it's the end of the season. And uh, growing up around Colorado and the resorts, the end of the season, the uh, employees get a little uh, uh, worn out. They're not as... Uh, hospitable with the clientele now I'm not saying that that's happening here but I'm saying that there is a degree of uh, autonomy between the ALE staff and the customer um, they have this nice heated barracks and I know one fellow a friend in another group that's extremely sick and he's enduring it in his tent over there. Yes, he basically, earlier today, he looked like death warmed over. We gave him uh, some of our my nuns to rehydrate him. He apparently hadn't eaten in days. He hasn't slept. I mean, this is not a place you want to be taken ill. If you get ill, you run the risk of... I mean, you cannot be rescued right now. There is no transportation that can get to us that I know of in any expedient manner. So being ill out here is a, a possible death card. My point being, he's still in the tent and they have a nice warm facility where they could, you know, nurse him a little bit. But, you know, that's not my call. 
it's just an observation from a client out here on the glacier that's uh, dealing with the elements. Anyhow, we are in hopes we're, we're eating good. Uh, tonight we had a, a, a wonderful pasta sausage, uh, pesto sauce uh, meal. It was super good. Chopped up a bunch of garlic, added it in. And those of you who know me, I love garlic. It's my cure-all when I'm in the mountains. You know, it kind of flushes your body out holistically. So that combined with some tea really made for a wonderful, wonderful uh, a dinner. Um, got to bed early. Getting to bed, I should say, getting to bed early and uh, wrapping this uh, podcast up. Uh, I'm uh, hoping tomorrow brings us... Uh, some good news because tomorrow's crunch day basically being the 20th today if we fly out tomorrow 21st my flight back is the 22nd so that would save thousands of dollars in charges for myself and a lot of other people here because once you start changing your flights you know you get all the penalties and you know it's a, there's nothing you can do about it you just Suck it up, buttercup. Anyhow, uh, I'm still in love with Antarctica, but uh, I am uh, getting ready to change my uh, scenery. I love it, but this isolation is uh, something that uh, I'm ready to move on a little bit. Those of you that uh, listen to this podcast and in the future make it down here, you'll get a sense of perhaps what I mean. It's uh, it's great, but you don't want to spend the winter here. I can't imagine a dark 24-hour, six-month winter. It would be very difficult. Anyhow, <clears throat> I hope you enjoy listening to our Vincent Big Mountain Expedition Season 2. Peaks Podcast. You can find all the video and uh, photos on peakspodcast.rocks. Please join us. Share this with your friends and family. And we'll look forward to catching you in the next episode. Hopefully we'll be getting off of this monster glacier. Have a great day.